Welcome back. Geraltsing uh, presents The Fraser's Edge. Uh, hosted by Jess Sweeney and Stuart Elmore. Uh, special guest, uh, Justin Campbell. Covering Hairbrained. Enjoy the episode, I guess. Welcome. Um, I don't know. What do we got? How are we doing? Uh, welcome, folks, to another episode of Travel Team where we get to talk about uh, Spider-Man into, into the, the Spider-Verse. Sp- across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse. A- across the street. Yeah. Right. Uh, There's I, something there. I watched this movie last night. Uh, Justin watched this movie yesterday. We held hands. We held hands. Yeah, it was really cute. Jeff, you watched this movie. I watched it with former guest Mark Tilly. Um, yeah. We went to the AMC River East in Chicago. I watched it with three former guests, Justin Campbell, Savannah Olson, and Angelica Rosa. This Boom. is true? Yeah. Yeah. One of those three I'm dating. I'll let you guess who. Me. <laughs> <laughs> what a um what a magical movie that is. A great movie. You know it's not a magical movie. Is there another movie we're supposed to talk about? <sighs> yeah, you guys just kind of picked me up, yeah. bag over my face, and we're just like, hey, we're gonna do something, and here we are. I, get, I mean how do we, we can talk about a Fraser movie if you want. I just thought we were gonna talk about Spider Man. Should we across- just talk about Spider Verse? Is that all we should do? Well, what Brendan Fraser movie do you have in mind? <sighs> Hairbrained. Oh, oh fuck. I love that movie. Oh, That's fuck such a off. Great movie. <laughs> F- Hairbrained, well, fellas. When I tell you, I think this might be among the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> really? Yes. This is a half star out of five for me. How many half stars do you have on Letterbox? I will bring up the record right now. I'll be able to tell you exactly how many half star movies I have and what they are. Jeff, you're looking a bit harebrained yourself, man. I'm feeling dire. I was like, what if I die? Then I don't have to watch this movie anymore. It took me two days to finish this movie. Stuart, I have five movies that have that I gave a half star on Letterboxd. Name them. Four of them are from this podcast. Um Nice. It's harebrained. White Man's Burden. Oh, it's White Man's Burden level? Sinbad Beyond the Veil of Mists. Oh, that's pretty bad. Orientation, a Scientology information film. I'd give that at least one. <laughs> and Pinocchio, a true story. The Pauly Shore Pinocchio movie. Is that the one where he's like, Dad, I'm going yeah. out on my own. Those are my five Father, half stars. Let me be on my own. I totally forgot that that was a film. Got a world I watched see. that movie. I where? watched that movie. You watched all five of these movies. I did. I was really sick, and I did the Pinocchio trio. Where, where does where I watched the Robert Zemeckis twenty twenty two Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. I watched the Guillermo del Toro twenty twenty two Pinocchio, and I watched the um, Vasily Rovensky twenty twenty two Pinocchio. I watched the Pinocchio trio. Which one wasn't one of those Disney's? Yeah, it's Disney's the Tom Hanks one. one. Mm. Jeff, of those five, where's Hairbrain ranked? Oh God, ranking the bottom five. That's actually fun. Um, God. Giving uh, us something to talk about. Maybe the worst movie I've ever seen is Pinocchio, A True Story. Wow. A maybe non-podcast. That That's fair, though. A non-podcast film. See, the thing is, White Man's Burden is terrible and offensive and awful. Yeah. It's at least, like, kind of competently directed. Not in, like... It's like it. It's made. It, it looks like. Do you know a the movie. premise of White Man's Burden, Justin? Nope. It's like, what if we swapped the races? The races. 
and told a story so about if, black if I just tell you that being racist if I just tell people. you that swapping the races uh-huh where does your natural mind go to of a movie oh god it's gonna make white men seem like the the victim seem like the victim and it, it switches their perceived personality in this movie in this movie. I'm just getting comfortable. You go ahead. You keep going. <laughs> in this movie, Justin, the white people are poor, dumb, and violent. When did this movie come out? 1995? Uh, something like that. The black people in this movie are rich, smart, and sophisticated. It's a very, you So know... it's saying that by swapping the races, yeah. they're saying black people are... Poor, poor, dumb, and violent, and that the the status quo that that's a status quo, and we're doing a fun little project, <laughs> and we're gonna make it the other way around. Yeah. And it's ah. really, it's really trying to be like, see, it's all about these systems, but like, it doesn't put any work into it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Then but it like, backfires on it's like itself. a disastrous movie, but at least like it looks like a movie. And then beyond the veil of mist, we don't even want to open up that yeah. Pandora's like box. It doesn't look horrors. great, but at least it looks like a movie. These other th- four movies don't look like movies. Pinocchio and Sinbad are just like the worst animation you've ever seen. Scientology isn't a movie. It's just like it's an indoctrination video. You watched a Scientology indoctrination Essentially, video? Essentially, yes. Can yeah. you send it to me? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then Hairbrained, it, this, this, is, this does not look or act like a movie. It got made. This this looks and acts like something that, you know, they would try and murder me with. I don't know. It, I would give it one star specifically because the only star I care about is in it. Yeah. Brendan. It's, he's just sad in this movie. Well, <clears throat> he's a, what, divorced dad that yeah. left his family because he's gambling? Was yeah. that what the whole... The th- BS was the about? thing about Brendan in this movie is playing a sad divorced loser who's like out of shape and has financial issues. And like where we're picking up with Fraser in his real life at this point is he is a sad divorced out of shape loser in popular consensus. Yeah. It's like really depressing to watch. Like, and a diff- on a deeper level than Furry Vengeance. But, like, Furry Vengeance is just sad to be like, this is what he's reduced to playing in movies. And then she's like, wow, they're, they're just, like, laughing at him. Yeah. Being the way that he is at this point in his life. Like, mm-hmm. he's divorced. Ha! Look at this creepy guy. Yeah, look at this weirdo. Having sex with college students as yeah. old as his daughter. Okay, but see, that wasn't the creepiest part of that film. Nope, it's, it's not. I don't know <laughs> if not. you want me to say it. Oh, I'm going to talk. We're going to talk okay. about it. We're okay. going to talk about the we- the fucking, the most fucked up part about this movie because this movie has another actor in it. Yeah. The goat. The goat. Literally. <laughs> the goat from <laughs> Hereditary. <laughs> from The Witch. It's that guy. Uh, does thou what? <laughs> Another season. Wait, of, why are we talking about the witch? What does thou give? Because it's got the goat, and the goat is in this movie. Because the goat. Oh fuck! There is, is a goat in this movie. Oh, I was making a joke. Yeah, oh. we're we're connecting dots. Doesn't the kid dress up like a goat at the end? No, no, that's, he dresses up that's like a, a rabbit, like a hare, oh, warring hair. Your shit together. Like man. he looked like the <laughs> discount Donnie Darko bunny. No, yeah. the goat from the witch is in Hairbrained because the goat 
comparison we're making is Alex Wolf. Alex Wolf is not in the who witch. is possessed by a goat demon in Hereditary. He's not in the witch. But he is Jeff. A goat. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Follow the lines. Follow the lines here. No, I can. <laughs> go in so, the way. Hang, well. hang on. Hang on. We'll go backwards. Alex Wolf is in this movie. Yes. Alex Wolf was in Hereditary. Yes. A good Alex movie. Wolf was possessed, possessed by, by a, a goat. demon. Hang on. A <laughs> demon in Hereditary. Yes. That demon was a goat, which and then turns him into a goat spiritually. So spiritually, Alex Wolf is in The Witch as that goat. I fucking lost the thread here. <laughs> I, I laid it out as simply as I can. I honestly, I don't know how else. <laughs> Alex Wolf equals goat. Get the doll out. He, Where'd the man touch you? <laughs> like, he is a goat, and he's great. He's the superior wolf brother. Do you think he was a superior band member between him and his brother, too? Um, I actually never watched the Naked Brothers band. Damn. I've never seen an episode. I but he's definitely sh- the better actor of the two. One of them was in Death Note, and that one was the bad one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex Wolf. He's in Hereditary. He was in Old. He's good. He's great in Old. Did you guys see Old? I saw bits. I, I like saw one. Saw it one time, and I forgot he was in that. I'm a big fan of Old. I mean, Alex Wolf's in Hereditary, and he's great yeah. in Hereditary. He's great in Hereditary. Yeah, not in this movie. In this movie? Well, I don't know if it's more the actor's fault or if it's how... I want to talk with the people that made this movie to be like, why? What happened? What is this? Should we dive in, delve in, unfortunately, delve into a little context here? Is there context to this movie? A very, very brief amount of context. Okay, sure. So this movie's directed by uh, some fucking loser named Billy Kent. Jesus Christ. Damn. Um, (laughs) This is a Billy Kent hate podcast. This is for real. This This is what this is. Billy Kent has directed two movies... Mm. This and a movie called The O in Ohio. You've already made me hate him. There's two O's in Ohio. Which one? The first the one. O. This is the poster for The O in Ohio. Um, oh. Like The O. So it's The O-H in Ohio. Yeah. So it's the just I-O we don't care about. I-O, yeah, fuck him. Right. Uh, that's a movie that stars Parker Posey, Paul Rudd, and Danny DeVito somehow. Um. Like, it's another indie comedy. It's directed by Billy Kent, and it's written by Sarah Bird and Adam Wurzbianski, who also wrote and directed this movie. Mm-hmm. And none of them have any other credits besides these two movies. Honestly? So clearly, there's just, like, a group of friends who wrote a movie and somehow found funding to make it. And then mm-hmm. seven years later, they made another one. Uh, and then they haven't done anything since. They made Hairbrain, and they were like, you know what? We've, we've it's become- time to retire on top. I, I yeah. invite Billy Kent to come find me so I can rectify some issues. <laughs> Billy Kent, we, the podcast is specifically calling you out. Yeah, I'm putting some I'm putting some hands on Facebook Marketplace. You got to come collect them. Travoltonpod at gmail dot com. Yeah. Send us an email. If anyone knows Billy Kent, email me so I can let him know what I think of his work. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna so... be like Billy Kent's gonna be like this giant, massive, just strongest human. No, he looks like met. I could take him in a street fight. Billy Kent if, cheats at street if fighting. We're, if we're working at street rules. Billy Kent brings a gun to a knife fight. That's that's what he looks like. Yeah, if, if we're talking like there's rules involved, he probably he probably win. But if we're talking street rules, I might I might have a shot. So you're saying you're going to cheat to win. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Billy, you better bring your A game. Yeah, Billy Billy Kent. Billy can't. Yeah, Billy can't make a good movie. <laughs> more like um, Billy Kent, biggest fan of the podcast, is listening to this right now. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> um, you made this fucking movie, bro. That's what you did. 97 minutes of my life. 
97 minutes of my life. <laughs> you can't get back. Yeah. I but, remember showing up to your place early to set up the table for the podcast. Yeah. And Jeff was still watching the last like 20 minutes of this movie. Yeah. And he seemed like the most depressed person I'd ever seen. I know. Seen. I walked in and you guys were talking and I look at him and he's just like this sad husk in a corner. Just like, yeah, watching. I got to get through it. And you missed the best part. Yeah. I, I kind of stopped paying attention with 20 minutes left. I never, I do not do that with movies. Even the worst movies I've seen, I watch them all the way through with like full attention. This, I could not. I just couldn't do it. Damn. Wow. I've watched like three and a half hour long dramas like from fucking 1942 where they don't do anything and I and they were better like more engaging than this I, this might be a really bad time to say this then I kind of like this movie kind of like this movie yeah I think are it's you actually, serious yeah I think it's a really good movie I think you're you're kidding me no I can't tell if this is a bit or not it's okay no I Hit me go ahead it. I actually genuinely like this movie oh my god I, I thought it was really good hit me with it yeah, tell us. Tell me your favorite Hit parts. Come on. <laughs> what did you what, love? What, what, what are your favorite scenes? Ooh, my What's your favorite performance? <laughs> We're doing favorite scenes? Mine's the... Ozark's girl was pretty good. I'm not going through the fucking plot on this one. <laughs> I'm not going through the plot on this one. They're really... Jeff, I'll Jeff, tell you some things. Jeff. Yeah. Kind of got robbed of an Oscar. Kind of, no. Now you're, you're taking it too far. Alex Wolf <laughs> got robbed. I couldn't tell if you were Brady joking Frazier or not when you were just like, I like this Robbed one. of an o- Oscar? Every time. When, I, you, are, like, when you hit me with, I kind of like this movie. I couldn't tell if you were serious or not. But then you hit me with, should have won an Oscar. And I'm like, all right, well, now he's fucking with me. No, I, I actually really like this movie. Okay, well, then fine. <laughs> Lead the conversation. I just thought it was very insightful. And, um, you know, child geniuses and all the expectations on being very well yeah, gifted. It's like baby genius. It's like super babies to baby geniuses. And then this. Yeah, because he's like of- 13. And he goes to... Whitman. Whitman Whitman yeah right so he's like some yeah child genius just here to he's a child genius who couldn't get into Harvard but also couldn't get into Yale Stanford Duke Princeton yeah sounds like a or, fucking dumbass or any, or any of the higher Ivy League schools so instead he, his cho- choices are he goes to Whitman College um but you know I, I think it all com- boils down to the fact that you know Alex Wolf. Um, his name in this character in this movie is um, Eli Pettifog. Eli Pettifog, um, you know, because we feel a lot of petty for him. Yeah, you know, he's a petty character. I have a lot of fog when it comes to this movie. Yeah. You know, what we should have done with this kid that that he didn't get in his life. Pettifog or yeah, Alex Petty Wolf. Fog. We should shove this fucker in a locker. You want you're thinking he gets bullying. his head I want shoved him, in a toilet. I want yeah. him to really get bullied in this movie, and it doesn't like it doesn't go far. You enough. wish he got bullied more. I wish he got bullied more. I I think they traded the bullying with harassment. Yeah, but it should be worse. <laughs> is my point. It's the like these are some amateur hour bullies. Like this kid should be getting shoved into lockers, mm-hmm. kicked in the ass. Well, I mean, the bully hated him. Until they started getting good at, I don't know how much you at wanted to dive into contest. this. At a genius contest. And he's like, you got to win. Yeah. Or I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Like, they should be tying Alex Wolf up to the back of Brendan Fraser's fuck van. And then driving it like 50 MPH down the freeway. So you're you're thinking Brendan's character should have bullied the shit out of him. No, I'm saying they should steal the van. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jeff, but what I think you're missing is... Because... Um, Eli does get, you know, 
brutalized in this movie, but it's not through bullying. It's through unconsensual uh, statutory rape. Yeah, that's essentially <laughs> what happens. Uh, this kid in this movie gets chased by college-aged women. Yeah. He's 13, turns 14 yes. in this movie. They really emphasize that at the beginning, that he is 13 turning 14. And he has he has his birthday, I think, while he's at college. Yeah. But they're really like, this kid's 14. Yeah, and, and yet there's these like college-age girls who are trying to hit on this kid. The, the blonde literally comes up to him at a party and is like, I want to have your smart baby. Right. She says, these are my boobs. Look at my boobs. <laughs> he's that, like, I can't. He's like, I'm looking. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I don't want to look at your boobs. And she's like, look at my boobs. I don't want to look at your boobs. Look at my boobs. Like this goes on for like two minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he also gets like caressed, held, like hugged too tightly and just touched by a lot of older men. Fraser being one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a one point he's like taking him for a drive and he has him on his lap. I and they're going totally really fast. Forgot about that. Yeah, because yeah. he's teaching him how to drive or some shit. It was his birthday. Wasn't he like it? kisses him on the head a couple times. Yeah, as like a sense of endearment. But it, you, when you realize they're not related or friends in any way, shape, or form, it really makes it kind of weird. I mean, I mean, they have a really interesting backstory. You know, he he shows a, up and they're friends. And they're friends. <laughs> he shows up. He helps him move into his dorm room, and he's like, "Yo, let's go grab a bite." And that's let's the love story we all truly wanted. Yeah. Uh, call me by your name love story <laughs> this this movie is all about the friends you make along the way and don't fuck <laughs> underage kids yeah. Yeah. yeah and don't fuck underage kids because this movie really kind of leans into that jeff yeah what he's having a miserable <laughs> time <laughs> what jeff is working on something entirely different. <laughs> <laughs> he is not doing anything related to this movie or this podcast right now correct move turn your ipad around show it to the class <laughs> show it to the class don't exit out of no, it no, don't no. exit out of it show it to the class yeah you're making reservations and shit <laughs> he's you're like real- on this day i'm doing this on th- yeah yeah hairbrain was a terrible movie uh this day i'm doing this <laughs> yeah yeah brendan fraser was in it uh, this day i'm doing this <laughs> Honestly, like here, I can run down. Here's what my notes look like for this movie. I did do a full page of notes. Wow. Cy Abelman. Yes. Okay. I want to talk about that. (laughs) That's what I want to talk about. So this, I basically found this movie grading in every sense of the word. Like I was struggling in a real sense during this movie. You saw Um, God. I I, know. I saw Satan. That's who I saw. (laughs) It's Billy (laughs) It's Billy Kent. It was him. <laughs> no, but like I started this movie, um, and like the immediately I was just like, okay, this is this looks like they shot it on like my fucking Nokia flip phone. Um, it's really rough. But I wrote like you know Parker Posey's in this movie. I like Parker Posey, but she only plays his mom in like the opening scene, um, and then she's at the end too. Is she? You missed it. I was not paying attention at that point. Um. So at I don't know if you want me to tell you the end now. Tell me the end. Okay, so at the end, Brendan Fraser's at like a grocery store. Yeah. She bumps into him, and he's getting like like ungodly amount of Pepto Bismol, yeah. like five or six containers worth. She bumps into him, walks by. He looks at her, smiles, puts all the Pepto back, and grabs all the condoms off of the counter. Like and his attraction to her. this older woman cured his insane diarrhea. And his depression. <laughs> this man, this man left college. Like he's ready to continue his life, and he's like, "Nah, man, 
I gotta fuck that kid's mom. <laughs> I gotta fuck that kid's mom. <laughs> I was really attracted to that kid of the movie, but I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't hit because you know the law. The, the law. law. <laughs> the law. The law. The law. But the I, law. you know what's the next best thing? His mom. <laughs> I At fucked least. the law and the law won. I fucked the law and the law won. I miss my baby and I feel so Jeff is losing is his mind. He, he's not really interested. About, yeah, he's not really no. fun about this movie. It's okay. Um, so Eli Pettifog oh, is this child. Wait, no, I got to finish talking about Cy Abelman. Oh, so now you want to really <laughs> talk about this. Well, 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 uh, well, well, well. So the credits start rolling. Um, Here, I'll book your reservations for you. No, I got it set up. <laughs> no, I'm going to dinner. I'm going to dinner at six. She act, my, Becca actually set it up, and I just had to put it in my calendar uh-huh. uh, so I didn't forget about it. Um, uh, I was also setting up my mani petties for next week. Hell yeah! Um, for the wedding, your mani petties. Yeah, What's manicure that? and pedicure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never they're heard for guys too. Manis and petties. You never heard mani petties? No, I know they're for guys. Yeah. I just never heard them called yeah. manis or petties. Mm. Um, Have you heard that? I've heard mani petty. Yeah, yeah. mani petty. Okay. So, um, so the credits start rolling, and I'm like, all right, Brendan Fraser, cool. Alex Wolf, what, whatever. Um, Parker Posey, cool. She's probably only in like one scene. Uh, and then it just goes through a bunch of names I don't recognize. And then it, at the end, it says Fred Malamed. And immediately I'm like, now we're fucking talking. Fred Malamed is my guy. Okay. So if you're, have either of you ever seen the 2009 Coen Brothers movie, A Serious Man? No. No. Okay. So in <laughs> 2009, the Coen Brothers, immediately after winning the Oscar for No Country for All Men, go and make a movie called A Serious Man. It's like basically very much um, like their self-reflective, highly Jewish movie. It's about like a, it's an adaptation of the Book of Job um, about this Jewish guy played by Michael Stobark, who's just like basically having his life ruined for no reason. Yeah. Um, and at one and his wife leaves him at one point to go with this guy named Cy Abelman. And and you don't see this guy for a little bit, but everyone when they mention, they're just like Cy Abelman. And so you just get this tremendous buildup to this man named Cy Abelman. He comes in. It's Fred Malamed, this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just like incredibly unremarkable in terms of like how much they built him up. And he plays them as this very like erudite, like, yes, Larry, it's fine. It's all about, you know, the comprehension of it. Just very like a very English professor character. Oxford type. Yeah, kind of. But like just like the height of Jewish society in the U.S. Yeah. And it's just like it's it became like an online meme using Cy Abelman. He put him people put him into Smash Brothers hmm. as like Cy Abelman has joined the battle um, and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, that guy basically off of his appearance as Cy Abelman builds an entire career. Uh, he was recently in Barry for two seasons as um, Henry Winkler's agent, mm-hmm. basically just playing Cy Abelman again. <laughs> Um, but I just think it's really funny that he's a character actor who had one really good role in a Coen Brothers movie and it's just decided to play Cy Abelman for the rest of his career. Yeah. Anyway, I saw him and I'm like, all right, now we're fucking talking. Fred Malamed's in this movie. We're in steady hands. He's not in this movie, though, till like the very he end. He pops up at the very end for one fucking scene when I'm already checked out. He's in two scenes. He's two scenes. Two scenes you missed the other one. Yeah. The, but it, his one scene may be the best scene in the movie. When it's the two of them and he's like, I'm not, I'm not going to get make this for you. He's like, well, I'm on the ground praying. He's like, look, and he gets on the ground. He's like, now like you're on the ground playing with me. He's like, I cannot believe that you did this. So Cy plays, or I'm sorry, Fred, what's his name? You what's his call actual? him Cy Abelman. Cy Abelman is yeah. in this film and he plays a bookie. Yes. Yeah. Right. Cause Brendan, 
what is Brennan's character's name? I don't even know his fucking. <laughs> so Leo. divorced dad Leo, Leo. <laughs> is he finds his daughter like his daughter that he yes left, daughters at the school. He left his family when she. Why did he? Was it because gambling? Right? Was that the whole thing? Yeah, it was something that he's a gambler because they really that we don't know about till the end of the movie though. I thought they talked about it because they said like he left for something like the whole like intro to him was he left because of that was part of the way how much I pay attention to this movie. <laughs> so it's all yeah. good. Anyway, so he leaves his family at seven and then finds his daughter just recognize her instantly at, co- at his college at Whitman. Mm. Yeah. She's going to go to the same no name college. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm a professor. And mm. she's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. And then they meet up after that, and she has a whole costume change. Yeah. Yeah. Because she had, like, her hair down, no makeup on. You meet her again, and she's got, like, dark eye makeup, thick red lipstick, black leather jacket, hair tied up. It was just an insane costume change to me. Yeah, she really changes her whole demeanor. I guess that one time seeing her dad turned her into a goth. She's just like, rock and roll, baby. Rock and I roll, thought it baby. was going to be another, like, whale situation. <laughs> Sadie Sink. <laughs> where, like, the daughter's just, like, taking advantage of the dad. Or however you want to break it down but yeah. that's what it felt like because she's like oh i don't have money to go to college and he's like <laughs> i'll make i'll get i'll get money i have for money you. and she's like you do and he's like yeah i can help you go to college and so he goes to his bookie <laughs> is like i want to put 25 grand down on. and that's when we get coming out of the door next to sigh fingers <laughs> fingers <laughs> fingers comes did you think you could get away from me? <laughs> remember fingers starts cutting off a finger the air I breathe you guys remember that movie right I can't forget it honestly the air I breathe looks like fucking Citizen Kane compared to this bullshit <laughs> I've never seen Citizen Kane either it's a good movie neither have I it's a pretty good movie okay I just watched Casablanca for the first time like two weeks ago what'd you think not that bad yeah I was trying to think of a way to say Casa like Yesa, but it wasn't Yesa working. Blanca. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Jeff, even your jokes are like landing. Yeah. You're dry. literally just kind of like running on empty today. I'm running on empty. It's weird. Running wild. Running wild. Okay, so Sing. Eli Pettifog, Alex Wolf, he gets dropped off by his neglectful mother who like, I first thought this was going to be a Book of Henry situation, Jeff. This child Where genius. He dies? Well, no, but the fact that like he's like this smart that he like takes he's the, more of the adult than the adults are, kinda. Mm-hmm. And I thought this movie was gonna take like a little bit of a book of Henry turn, but it doesn't. Um, so he gets dropped off at Whitman College by his neglectful mother. To which case, we immediately see Brendan Fraser in his car signing up for fucking yoga classes. Yeah, he's or like randomly goes, "Oh, this looks like a nice class. Yeah, I'll take this one." Um. And yeah, as Jeff said, very sad to see him in this movie. Um, and so, <laughs> Jeff, get off of Instagram. <laughs> You're messaging me on Instagram. I mean, you thread you that we're on. rat yourself out Jesus to the person Christ. in the room across the table from Jeez. you. I'm right here. I know. <laughs> He's so checked out. No, uh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm present. Uh, okay. I'm ready to talk. So, about, <laughs> I'm back. Sorry. Hair brain. So he goes into his dorm room and uh, he lives right across from Brendan Fraser, who's he's Leo Surly, late bloomer, um, 41 years old. And yeah, there's a really weird part where he's like, I'm a late bloomer. He's looking at this other gr- at this girl, and she's like, I'm a late bloomer, too. And then he looks at her chest and says, I think you bloomed. I think you've bloomed. <laughs> yeah. 
I am surprised that he had somebody to fuck during the movie. <laughs> well, because when uh, uh, when Eli gets into his room, he like has all of his Harvard decorations because he really he he really always wanted to go to Harvard, which again begs the question of if he didn't get into Harvard, Whitman's your next choice. Like you didn't get into any other schools. Because if you didn't get any other schools, I'm sorry, pal, you were never going to get into Harvard. Like, it's just a matter of fact. Okay, mm-hmm. pal. Um, but so then they go to a party. As one does. As one does. Uh, immediately we get underage drinking. The, yes. A lot, lot of people providing alcohol to a minor. Yeah. That Fraser commits multiple times in this yes. movie. Fraser's just the fun uncle that's just like, here, kid. This kid gets drunk, high, and hit on by older women, all in the span of one semester. Yeah. Like, talk about traumatized. He's leaving. He's living like a prepubescent boy's dream. Yeah, pretty much. Everybody he, wants to hang out and party with him. Okay, here's the real question. Who is this movie for? Um, Is this a movie for kids? No. Is this a movie for teenagers? Like, who's the intended audience of this movie? Wow, that's a deep dive. Because not, I can't, not Harvard students. <laughs> no, because I can't figure it out. Who did they make this movie for? It Does it feel to you guys that every scene feels like it doesn't add up? Like yeah. Every scene feels like a different story? Yes. Yeah, nothing really kind of builds up to anything. Mm-hmm. This movie is less than the sum of its parts. Well, because, like, after the party, he then attends, like, a quiz bowl like a jeopardy quiz thing and he's cheering for harvard but then the harvard guys bully him so his next thought is i'm gonna destroy harvard i'm gonna fucking crush (laughs) the entire system (laughs) and so how does he want to do that by beating them in the in the quiz game that's where things settled baby not on the streets so this movie turns into like like a sports movie essentially but quiz game but so Eli takes over the Whitman quiz game team. Which, you know what's funny about that? That team originally had three players. And that third player that he replaced went from being on the team to keeping score. Yeah. Like, everywhere they travel, he's the one flipping the scoreboard. I'm like, damn, dude, you really got demoted. He really just got his ball stomped. He's like, like <laughs> this 13-year-old showed up and goes, I'm the captain now. Get the fuck out of the it's way. Like, and they were knees, just like... Suck my cock and get out of here. Exactly. <laughs> That's literally what he did. Uh, and so he takes over the team, and it's... I mean, there's it, nothing unique or interesting about this because they go on yeah, competitions. Yeah, you can say about and, the rest of the movie, too. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Eli gets all the questions right because he's a genius. He's such a genius, though, that he can't get into any other school besides Harvard. That's like the biggest gripe I have. It's like, <laughs> yeah. why does he go to Whitman? And Oscar not... winning performance, so... but doesn't get into Harvard, doesn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> so, but they start winning and they're beating all these places. Fraser becomes like sort of a quasi father figure. Yeah, there's a part where he's sitting on Fraser's lap as he shows him how to drive a car that was really unsettling to me. That's, yeah, I said that earlier. It's, oh, I it's wasn't a... listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was making the reservation. He, he, he was making the reservation <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> No, but there's multiple times where this kid gets like, if he's not being hit on by older women, some college age, if not 40-year-old dude is like fondling this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's very uncomfortable to watch. At some point in the movie, he meets Ozark's girl. And if you don't know who Ozark's girl is, she's... Julia Gardner. Julia Gardner. Um, in Ozark's, she plays um, uh, um, um, mm-hmm. um, Ruth yep. Langmore. Mm. So she's one of the Langmores in Ozark's, uh, the girl that teams up with... Um, Jason Bateman she in this movie she's supposed to be like 
well, we don't know where her age is. We don't know what her education is. So for all we know, she could be like 18, 19, 20, making out with a 13, 14-year-old. Yeah. Because I can't tell but wait, by just how she appears. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how old she is in the in real life well, during Alex the time. Well, Alex Wolf during that movie did not look 13, 14. No, he did not. You could have fooled me with like maybe a 15 to 17 range, but he did not look 13. No. And this girl looks like she could easily be like late teens, early mm-hmm. 20s. But I don't know. So, but they start a relationship and that's where he gets his first kiss and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And then I, I guess I, I'm kind of at the end of this movie. That's, that's kind of the gist because they literally, they don't really talk about this weird collegiate thing. Then he joins his collegiate, you know, Jeopardy quiz bowl thing. They start stomping the yard. And they literally travel town to town, partying, puking, answering questions, which <laughs> they bring it up at the end. But he's the only person to answer the questions the entire season. Yeah. yeah. The other three are just, just like there. groupies at this point. Right. And then we're going to get there at the end, though, the most unremarkable like plot twist in the movie that, oh, they can actually answer questions, too, supposedly. Well, no, yeah. don't forget, that because they've learned. They, they're going against Stanford because You're randomly. Welcome. So Alex Wolf's character, Eli, starts showboating and gets suspended for a game. Yeah, because they're like, you can't do, you can't be excited that you won. I'm sorry, no showboating. Yeah, no showboating here. And so they suspend him. So they're going to play Stanford, and everyone, and then that's when Brendan Fraser makes this bet where he's like, I'm going to put twenty five grand on Harvard, Harvard winning this entire bowl. Yeah, and you know, and then even his favorite character is like, you, you can't do this. I can't ruin your life again. You, we can't be going through. And he's like, just put the money down. It's for my daughter to go to college. He's got to go to college, man. I'm a piece of shit dad. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a shit dad trying to be better. <laughs> and <laughs> well, and they go up against Stanford. Stanford actually doesn't show up. They get lo- they get stuck in an elevator. Right. And that's it. They and just that's disappear. it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so they get disqualified. So so the so the Whitman team gets to go against Harvard. And Alex, but then Alex uh or Eli then gets he goes to like the arcade where he goes occasionally He's, to see yeah the the you know Towny Ozark's girl um he's <laughs> gonna call her Ozark's girl that's all I know her <laughs> Ozark's girl <laughs> Ozark's girl she apparently uh, won multiple Emmys and Golden Globes for Ozark yeah that's a, she's great in Ozarks yeah she's phenomenal she's so scary um and uh but she goes he goes scary in this too he uh, no I don't think so but there's some weird predatory vibe with her in this film. Something in the eyes just makes yeah. me not trust her the entire time. I think that's why they casted her in Ozarks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so he goes to like this arcade where he frequents a lot and this creepy Ebenezer Scrooge like guy. Yeah. He <laughs> walks in like fucking the hey. ghost of Christmas past <laughs> and my roommate goes. Why is Albert Einstein in an arcade right now? He's like, hey, kid, you want to go to Harvard? <laughs> I can help you. Acceptance letter's in my pocket. Reach well, he's for got it. Like, he, he's got like this weird tattoo, and Eli reads it, and he's like, yeah, it's a secret society built within Harvard. You want to join? Well, I'm not the a- porcelain club. <laughs> the porcelain club. We worship the porcelain. <laughs> but literally, he's like, well, I don't go to Harvard. He goes, well, if you throw this next quiz bowl game. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can make it all happen. Yeah. Which, like, I, I don't know why this dude has, like, this secret happen. society of Harvard people have such a stake in this Harvard quiz bowl. Every voice. 
you have ever heard inside your head. Rise of Skywalker, a really bad movie, but yeah. better than this movie. Yeah, I, Rise of Skywalker looks like fucking Hamlet <laughs> compared to this one. <laughs> I was funny watching the gears turn. You're like, movie, 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 Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like fucking... <laughs> Yeah, Hamlet's the one. Boop, 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 boop. Hamlet. <laughs> that's, that's what the, ch- the Jeff's yeah. j- chat GBT could. Yeah. It's, could <laughs> Jeff could GPT. Up. Yeah, Jeff GBT. This movie feels like it was written on chat GPT. Like you went on and said, write me a comedy movie and, and robots don't understand comedy. So it, I wrote this. It might have been, yeah. Ha ha. But it's so, like sex is funny. So Harvard Ebenezer Scrooge sex offender guy <laughs> shows up. <laughs> and Literally, he's one line away from saying my acceptance letter's in my pocket. You got to reach for it. Yeah, damn fella. near. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, you got to go a little deeper in the pocket there. I'm not fighting it. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> the quiz bowl happens, <laughs> but but Eli doesn't show up. Eli, is... yeah, because he's like, if I don't do this, I go to Harvard. Yeah, because he's supposed to throw the match, and then he's talking with Ozark's Ozark's girl and Leo, and Leo obviously with money, and it's like. You shouldn't do it. You, you shouldn't wanted, do it. How long you've been wanting to go to Harvard? My whole life. Your whole life. How long you wanted to beat him? A couple months. Weigh your options. And so then it's uh, the Whitman team without Eli against Harvard. Harvard starts dominating, but then the Whitman team starts answering questions correctly. They just, they, they like freak out so badly. They're like, wait, this reminds me of this thing. And then that thing somehow connected them to an answer. And, and they're just really good at As buzzing, getting the buzzer fast. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's like, character growth <laughs> we don't need you ey we we smart on our own <laughs> and so eli is watching this and eventually one of the players this is the guy who was playing turn scorekeeper turn tree hugger turn back into a player <laughs> it's a whole bit in the movie you don't need to know audience uh and so that but he passes out and gets a horrible concussion he literally fucking smacks his head and they're just like "Ooh, dang looks like whitman's down a player you have three minutes to bring up a new one they barely like the body's not even cold yet <laughs> they didn't even pick him up <laughs> no he's still there bleeding out i'm bleeding out scoop <laughs> but my favorite and my roommate had pointed this out too that this camera guy whoever's filming the whitman versus harvard thing gets right up in this kid's face as he's like bleeding from this concussion so i want to see that guy the guy that's like i gotta get this shot hang yeah. on i'm zooming in where's the control room to the harvard versus whitman quiz bowl yeah. tournament uh I camera, need to camera two get closer oh this guy seems pretty hurt over the com tech get i don't care get closer zoom in zoom in get, get the, the shot blood. Get, get the, the blood. shot <laughs> everything is copied um <laughs> hey welcome back jeff <laughs> um I got three things to say about this movie. Hit it. Three thing interesting points. To number one. Yeah. N- number one. Um, I like the part where um, they ask the Bruce Springsteen question because it's such a ridiculously niche question. It's list every state in order of induction to the union that Bruce Springsteen is not from. And so the kid has to list every state in order of induction without listing New Jersey. What? And I why that is was that fun. a why? What, what yeah, I don't mean, know why that's a question. Why is? But, hmm. But, I wonder why they were like Bruce Springsteen. That's is number the Definition one. of this question. Number two. There's one point in this movie where Brendan Fraser, um, through a shot in a window, is reading Moby Dick, um, and it specifically says on the front of the cover, Moby Dick or the Whale in all caps. Funny. Mm. He's reading the Whale. Um, that's funny. 
in 2013. Fun little bit of foreshadowing. Um, Damn. Unintentional foreshadowing. Number three, there's a question where they're like, what two presidents have the word criminal in their names? And he says Richard Milhouse Nixon and William Jefferson Clinton. And I was so fucking bored at this point that I actually just wrote out their full names and was able to confirm that, in fact, you can make the word criminal out of both Richard Milhouse Nixon and William Jefferson Clinton. I'm sure there's more presidents oh. with just a lot of letters in their name where you can make the yeah, word name know. the word criminal. Put criminal in my name. Can make criminal out of my name. You can do that. That's true. We did get a Bill Clinton impression this episode, so maybe it's not yeah. a complete wash. Not complete. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. Um, oh, uh, secret point number four. Ooh. Um, when they're in the um, the waiting room at the final Jeopardy uh, performance, uh, there's a poster on the wall for a performance of The Dumb Waiter, a play we've covered on this podcast. Indeed. <laughs> I just had to say that. Indeed. Uh, so Does anyone want Chipotle? I'm ordering Chipotle. Uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> we've reached a depth. This <laughs> this this podcast is not sponsored by Chipotle, but my order is going to be. So then Miles Morales tries to go back to his home dimension, <laughs> but you see what happens here. Uh, so um, yeah, the guy passes out, bleeding out, Scoob on the ground. Whitman <laughs> gets three minutes to find a replacement. Is at that point. Eli Pettifog answers the call and comes out. He stops playing with Legos. He stops playing with Legos. Which, honestly, I think is a take on us as a generation now. Because we're all still playing with Legos. Even today. Even today. Yeah. Right now. I'm sure Jeff has got a Lego set under here that he's messing with. I don't know what he's building. I I actually do have a Lego set within six feet of you. Who doesn't have a Lego set? It's within six feet of you. I don't. The 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 space the space capsule, no unbuilt, unbuilt. Yeah, it's under you. You actually can't see it where you're at, but oh. it is over there. It's Avatar. It's the um, Quaritch suit versus um, Natiri on the on the creature. I hate that every time you talk about Avatar, I'm thinking of the Last Airbender series. No, you're thinking you're not thinking of the superior Avatar. No, uh, I the am. way of water. Nope. Nope. Hey, Justin. Yep. I see you. <laughs> That's great. I'm sitting like five feet from you. So <laughs> Pedophile gets on stage. They continue the the the, the contest. Whitman wins. Harvard loses. Well, he doesn't even answer a question. No, really. He if, gives them he gives them the answer to like the last one. But my favorite is so Whitman's doing well without him because he's just like sitting there like I can't do this. Stone face, yeah. And the creepy Ebenezer Scrooge, Ghost Christmas Past, whatever you want to call him, is just in the crowd, like, throwing a fit. Yeah. And I'm like, what did you want? He can't sabotage his other teammates. Right. I mean, he's he, he did what you wanted. He didn't show up, and he's still not answering a question. And he, this guy's just like, I can't believe I gave you an opportunity to join this secret organization. I'll let you reach into my pants for the acceptance letter. Right. Now, now you're getting to that point, because yeah. you didn't let... Whitman lose right and so they win and but Harvard somehow finds a rule that it's because you can't Harvard wanted to throw a fit because they're because he was celebrating and they were like well, this is just this is just bullshit go we to the got shafted. we got shafted and they were like you can't replace a player with like the last like 60 seconds or something of game. a quiz bowl yeah, some yeah. Bullshit right there. and I'm like you are the guy that is you let it happen it's too late 
You announced the winner. You can't. Well, according to wars, we can't do this. You did it. And then Alex Wolf gives like a speech about like they're afraid of us. And that's what I walked into. Was that right. <laughs> <laughs> they're afraid of us? We know what happened here today. We took a stand and we beat the big guy. We beat him, didn't we? Eli Pettifog then shows up to the January 6th insurrection leader. <laughs> yeah, he does. Actually- we know what happened in the election. <laughs> we know what happened. They're afraid of us. <laughs> Becomes a very heavy Trump supporter. Um, I could see it. Oh, oh yeah. Pick. Alex Pettifog? Just saying. So the movie, uh, then Alex Pet- then Ozark's girl turns out that she's actually another genius like him. Yeah, that happens before the yeah. final, I think. Yeah, it happens before, but it turns out she's a genius. Uh, oh, while right before Whitman wins, Fraser calls. Oh uh, yeah, that fucking the whatever the fuck that guy the the bookie Cyberman Cyberman. He calls Cyberman. He's like, Cy, I need you to take back the bet. And he's like, Don't worry, pal. I didn't ever put the bet as on. fucking fingers going to work <laughs> behind him. Because yeah, literally they it's have a guy torture steaming a guy's face in the background, which I thought was kind of funny. Oh, so there's fingers and then there's steamers, and, there's and that's where that's where the bookie's from. He's exactly. a steamer, He's not a, a singer, right? But you know, as he was steaming his coat, he accidentally steamed his finger. It's like, oh, my finger. Ooh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> so so what I'm thinking is in the fingers lore, fingers worked with steamers, yeah, burned back his in the day. Finger was like, oh shit, wait, finger just kind of goes hard. I'm going to start taking them. I'm going to start taking the fingers. Do you think it keeps them? Yeah. I know we're kind of sidebarring no, for eats, fingers lore. No, Justin, it's, he, he eats, eats them. them. He da- downloads. He, <laughs> <laughs> he like absorbs the spirit of the finger he took. Gotcha. Yeah. No, you know what? That's fingers lore. <laughs> That's fingers lore. You heard it here. The air Finger. Finger. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a we super are so move. off the rails. This is such a sweaty well, like, episode. Well, to be fair, this movie yeah. doesn't feel like it's a movie. This movie it feels, feels like... sweaty. Stuart, I already have the info pulled up for the next episode. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Oh my! At God. least you know he'll be prepped for that one. Yeah. Uh, but that's why I, I pick these movies. Yeah, I just I got the list. so sick of looking at the fucking poster for Hairbrained on my. I had to get rid of it. The, that one's been burning in my brain because it yeah. was on fucking Hulu for so long that I would. Was just it really? Seeing, yeah. Oh my god. It was on Hulu for the longest time, and then when I went to watch it, they moved Wasn't it over there. to Prime. <laughs> yeah. Dire. I would not spend money to watch this movie though. Oh god. Oh, did you watch the freebie? Yep. Same. Yeah, so we had ads. I paid for it because I ran out of time. Fuck that, dude. I paid three dollars to rent this room. <laughs> That's a lot. Suing Amazon. Su- <laughs> <laughs> oh, you money. paid through Amazon so you didn't have to watch the ads. You yeah. were just like, fuck this. Because I was I was out of time. I didn't have enough time to watch it with the freebie. Mm. He's always you always watch the movies at the very last. I had possible ninety minute, minutes Jeff. to watch this movie. And freebie would have been two hours. Well, it was funny because when I when I did air I breathe, I was so worried about not having enough information that I watched the air I breathe like two to three times. Oh god! And I have an exterior list of notes for that one. This one I watched halfway through, and we got back from Spider Verse. I was like, Savannah, I don't think I could watch this a second time. <laughs> it's so bad. It's just not a good movie. I'll give it one star because Brendan's in it. And yeah. That's it. I'm not I, like it. It fails him, so it gets the half star. Mm-hmm. There's one scene where they pee on Harvard. I thought that was good. Oh yeah, the Harvard peeing scene where <laughs> they. It was after the quiz bowl, right? It's after when they beat Princeton or Duke or whatever, some random school. But yeah. they all in a line, 
It's when they first get there. That's right. They including get including like, the girl who like squats and pees too. In she the background. crawls to the furthest edge of the frame to the brick wall and just starts pissing. Yeah. But you know what? Good for them. Piss on Harvard. Yeah. yeah live fuck your em. dreams. Fuck them. Fuck them. Harvard, if you got anything to say, now's your chance. Yes, I got a lot to say. <laughs> the Angelica, old guy. If you're listening to this, I don't mean it, babe. Okay. My girlfriend went to Harvard, so yeah. You- Super smart girlfriend. At one point in this movie, someone says quid pro quid pro blow. Uh, it's one of the older chicks to yeah. Eli. Again, um, this movie wants to commit statutory yeah. rape really bad. I think bad. it was Near the, the end of the movie. Again. Coleman Domingo appears. He's the moderator for the last thing. Him. Um, the guy that fucked it all up. Yeah. But That's then, all I guess. But then at the very end, so yeah, Eli and his girlfriend, Ozark's girl, are in school together uh, Fraser drops out so he can pay for college tuition for his daughter. And which that's like, and that's the movie. Which like you're spending a lot of money, dude. Yeah. Because you went from because if he took out loans, like what's he doing for work? He Nothing. said he was gonna get a job. He's like, I'm right. gonna get a new job and pay for my daughter's. <laughs> like you and can I'm do like, that. What are you gonna get? <laughs> you don't have a college degree. <laughs> You're a gambler. Like, what job can you get where you can pay for your, year, like, annual tuition? And then the next None. time we see you, you're spending more money. Not on the Pepto you obviously need. Upset stomach diarrhea. Hey, you get Trojan <laughs> condoms to have another kid you're going to abandon? Like, well, you got condoms. What if so much so of this movie? Trying to be tape. Come what on. So much of this movie was just Brendan Fraser like, ah! Just, <laughs> <laughs> like, having, like, terrible, like. Stomach. <laughs> he just shit. That's why. That's why, he's like, that's why he ah, left. You want to insult this man even more? You know, I think what it was is that Brendan was like, "I'm leave." You know, when he left his first yeah. family, he goes, "I'm gonna go grab some Pepto real quick." Couldn't find it, so he's, he's like been looking this entire. He went out for milk, milk but he it was Pepto. Pepto. <laughs> My dad left for Pepto. He's still out looking. <laughs> which, which is why she said you're a shitty dad. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, boom, shit. boom. Sold. <laughs> Finger guns. Fingers. Fingers guns. <laughs> Fingers guns. Fuck. I think frequently about the bit in 30 Rock where in the first episode, like Tracy Jordan establishes that his dad left to go get cigarettes one day and never came back. And in the final episode of the show, his dad comes back. Oh, wow. From his cigarette trip. And he's like, yeah, it took me a long time to get there. It's been like 30 years. I think about that a lot. Um, are we done? Yeah. Justin, you got anything else to say? <laughs> <Are we done? laughs> uh, Justin, if you weren't here, I would not have been able to get through this. Thank I'm you glad. For, thank glad you for I could help. Thank some. you for taking the air I breathe and now <laughs> air brain. Oh, don't worry. The next movie that, I, that I'm that i on here for. The, the Secret of Karma. That is worse. <laughs> <laughs> we, I still haven't finished that movie. We started it. I'm like, because I was like, oh, Brendan's in it. Yeah, I'm in. And Savannah's like, oh, I lo- I'll watch Brendan because you're watching yeah. it. And we're watching this. And he's like the only English speaker in the movie. It's all in like French. I'm very excited about this. There's going to be like a whole lot of soul. A <laughs> yeah, whole lot of soul. <laughs> Justin, you should go home and watch a whole lot of soul tonight. You How? Just, yeah, how is you he going to find you it? You can't watch it anywhere except like a pirate website. Yeah. What kind of fucking movie is this? <laughs> Show him the IMDb. <laughs> you got... I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a whole lot of soul. Uh, do we want to wrap this up? Anyone got any final thoughts? I you know or are we, can I just really really good movie? Just missing a couple beats here and there, but otherwise I would watch this again. What? <laughs> mm. 
There's no fucking. I mean, if you honestly do, that's great. I would just like to know your side of why you think it's a really good movie. Guys, curiosity. I'm just merely asking. It it got made. That's about you know. It deals with a lot of father son relationships. This movie's not even worth the bit. That's damn. That's that's all it takes for it to be a Stewart film. Just father son relationships. Father son relationships, and I'm hooked. Line and sinker. Hmm. When does this episode come out? Do I have enough time to find and Next kill year. Uh, the director of this movie? I'm um, kidding. I would not do that. That's not actionable. Jeff, don't don't make threats. Non actionable parody. Wait. So parody. you sent me whole lot of soul, but it's called standoff. <laughs> we talked about it <laughs> yeah, during the it's, episode. It's, it's very whole, confusing. It's a whole fucking bit. It is a whole fucking bit. Uh. Yeah, and you know we're gonna have a lot more to talk about next week when we talk about yeah. Pawn Shop Chronicles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we are in the doldrums of the career Pawn phase Shop right Chronicles. now. What the fuck? And then break out after that. Yeah, and then don't worry because we really bring it home with Gimme Shelter. Give and me then, shelter from this era. And then the nut job. <laughs> this entire podcast has been a nut job. Yeah, remember when we talked about good movies, like, two weeks ago? <laughs> well, because, like, with Brendan Fraser, it feels like you've got a lot of great stuff to pick from early on. Then you're kind of hitting the stint where you are now where it's kind of like, oof. oof and then duh. you're going to slowly, what it looks like is going to start picking up again. I just yeah. really want Killers of the Flower Moon to come out very soon. <laughs> Post-Nut Job, we're kind of, like, in a recovery pace, mm-hmm. but not The like... Poison Rose? <gasps> what? <laughs> At least we get to go back with JT. He farts in that movie. Get to check back in with JT. He farts in, <laughs> fart in that movie. What are we going to call that? We'll talk about that later. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. What uh, are we going to call? I'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to put it on air. I want to talk about it all fair. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode on... Uh, fuck, what was this movie? Hair, Hair Brain. Brain. <laughs> on, uh, uh, the air please I remember breathe. to rate, review, subscribe. You don't have to rate this episode uh, if you don't want, because it is... Um, you, you know. should give it more stars than Jeff. Yeah, give gave. it more stars than the movie. Um, uh, you can find us on all the usual things: Facebook, uh, no fuck, um, marketplace, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Craigslist, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, Amazon Music, um, iHeartRadio. Any podcatcher will probably catch us. Um, <laughs> catcher it sounds like a bounty hunter. <laughs> uh, podcatcher. Um, God, what else do I have to say? What is, oh, uh, uh, at Trollton Pod, Twitter or Instagram, TrolltonPodcast at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter at Jeff W. Sweeney. No. Yeah, no, not worth it. <laughs> no, just it. anything you want to plug. Uh, I have an Instagram and Twitter and a Twitch, all 25 Suit Man. So, yeah, hit him up. Watch his, watch his streams. 25 Suit It's Soup Man, not Sue Man or Suit Man or Cow Man. I don't know why people get Cow Man out of that. Like good soup. Yeah, like good soup. Special thanks, as always, to Rebecca Johnson for a graphic design, Michael Van Bodegan Smith for the theme music. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Oh, check me out um, on the Above the Line Colin Farrell podcast, discussing Scrubs, that episode should be coming out around the time this comes out. Mm. 